The Fantasy Football Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your payout. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for players, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. NBA is back as well, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all of the details. Oh no, I was trying to save us from not not being loud during the intro, and I muted myself to begin. Sorry, everybody. Welcome to the SGPN Fans Football Podcast. I am your host, Emerson Beery. Justin, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Week 7 has been tumultuous, to say the least. Highs, lows, getting through by Mageddon on a pretty, you know, even scale. On a, you know, one-to-one for wins and losses, so... You know, good, but not great. I could be better. You know, it's been it's been quite quite a day today navigating my lineups. I have a lot of 10 deep dynasty leagues and they are looking rough today. You know, fighting over the start sit decisions of Ezekiel Elliott and Marquez Valdez Scantling, who did pay off today with a touchdown. It's it was it was a tough day today. The injuries, the bye weeks took their toll. Jamie, how you doing, my friend? Great to see you. Jamie's had, had a little bit of a rough day, too, watching Deontay Foreman have such a great day in fantasy football ahead of his man, Roshan Johnson, who did not play. We're going to be talking some waiver wire action, though. To begin, Justin, Dar- Darrell Henderson back with the Rams, Royce Freeman, the presumptive coming in to today, it was reported that Royce Freeman would get the most looks. However, it ended, both of them ended up having an okay day, especially when you consider like just how in dire straits everyone mm-hmm. was across the board. But, you know, Royce Freeman was clearly behind Darrell Henderson, who got some of the pass catching work as well, got the touchdown, 13 points for Henderson. What are your thoughts on this backfield going forward? I, in my redraft leagues, I was picking up henderson and freeman today i picked them both up i'm probably gonna drop Mm -hmm. back henderson but how much are you spending on henderson this week 
Not a lot. I, I'm not a lot. I'm really not interested in this situation. To be perfectly honest with you, I could I still believe we could see some Zach Evans or Miles Gaskin somehow get into the mix here. You saw Henderson get the touchdown this week. Doesn't mean that even if they roll these two out next week, Freeman could be the guy falling into the pay dirt. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off from this situation. I I think I can I can you know I'm getting my guys back from by. Maybe even uh, some banged up guys, maybe like a David Montgomery can play next week or the week after. I'm going to hold off. But, I mean, what else are we saving it for at this point? Kyron <clears throat> Williams had a couple more weeks. Yeah. I could send, I could see spending, I could, if I was in really dire straits, I could see spending, you know, 22 bucks out of a $100 budget. What does that equate yeah. to? You know, how much 22%. You have left? Yeah. You know, if I had 50 bucks, you're desperate, like, sure. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Maybe more of a $10, $12 bid, though, depending on how badly you need them. Kyron Williams certainly to come back and probably leaves backfield. But Kyron Williams is not some overarching great talent, presumptive mm-hmm. talent, who's like has a job waiting for him in most backfields. So because right. of that reason, there's always a chance if Henderson starts getting, you know, getting hot here and he keeps at least a major role in this backfield. It might not go back to just being Kyron Williams, depending on how these players play. Jamie in the chat, I like Emerson's breakdowns a little better on mute. Yeah, that's what a lot Damn. of people say. Although, I did Add highlight... that to the 5% FOB rating. I did say, though, before the show to Justin, 5 for 5 on my touchdown, our flex players with touchdown opportunities article where I hi- highlight some sleepers who yeah. are going to score touchdown this week. Went 5 for 5 this week. That's gonna help you buy a gonna help you buy a really nice wig, come Christmas. I Deshaun Watson's not. I I have an exit strategy. Deshaun Watson's not making it thirteen games. I have an exit strategy. It's fine. Our fourteen games. He's only coming back. He keeps coming back. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. I think where we at? It has to be below fourteen, right? So for those of you don't know, me and Justin have a point shape a head shaving bet. To, and the loser between who has the most points, fancy points per game between Deshaun Watson or a little less fancy points per game has to shave their head between Deshaun Watson and Jared Goff. I have Deshaun Watson. He has Jared Goff. I'm not feeling good about my bet. However, like I said, I see an exit strategy here. Deshaun Watson's going to miss a couple right. more games, bet, but bet will be nullified. I don't know what we'll, – we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later this week, but that was one of the crazier stories I've ever seen this week. But Cruz Garcia in the chat. Four and three with HN and Kyron on the bench. Any ideas for trades for either of these players? I also have Pollard, Gibbs, and Hubbard to hold me over if that's the best play. Okay. Okay. Um, I just don't see anyone nibbling on HN or Kyron right now. Uh, an injured receiver? I mean, you're not getting back Justin Jefferson. Is there I'm trying to think of who else could be coming back? Um, Robert Wood, maybe. I mean, depending on how deep your league is, I mean, what's enough to nibble on a guy like you know that's not playing? (laughs) That's tough. Yeah, guys, it's it's tougher in a redraft league to sell somebody who's a couple weeks out from playing, especially somebody making Mm -hmm. a trade probably wants to help their roster right away. What could Achan get you though? Robert Woods. I mean, you could see, I mean, if you're shooting for the stars, maybe we try to get like a, if, I mean, I think maybe you could get like an Isaiah Pacheco 
Somebody maybe wow. like Wow. No. No You know, way. you think that's you don't think A Chan would get that, you know, with his two Not great for a games. Healthy Pacheco. Did Pacheco Wait, get hurt today? Did I miss something? Weeks. Somebody, I mean, somebody, you know, maybe has a couple of running backs. I'm like I said, I'd shoot for the stars to start off with. A-Chan looked like he was on the brink of a breakout. So Jamie A-Chan's, says Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson just got healthy. He just got back. There's no way. Good one. I think A-Chan has a little bit more value in people's eyes than you may think, especially off people are going to see them him as a playoff, you know, playoff winning running back, a championship winning running back down the stretch of the season. I'm hold I'm holding him. And uh, I, you know, this and the bench spots are getting thin, and I'm trying to hold him throughout uh, his IR spots here. And uh, I also have David Montgomery and um, Khalil Herbert on that roster too. So I'm just like treading water, trying to get running backs healthy here. So we'll see if that. I know that's the case for everybody this year. We're gonna keep it going though. More waiver wire topics over here and if you want to feel free to send uh, me and justin your questions for next week's show you know on twitter reddit facebook wherever you can find us up next here as i pull up our next question that is on deontay foreman he is 64 mm-hmm. percent rostered so fairly heavily rostered he's probably rostered in most leagues but jake dunlap in reddit asks how much are you spending on Deontay Foreman this week and what are your thoughts on his role with Roshan Johnson likely coming back to the lineup? I mean, he's not going to score three touchdowns again, right? I mean, he just played his best game of the, he just played his best game of the year. So you don't want to overreact too much. You know, if you have a healthy amount of fob, I'm not saying to spend it all on him, but he's someone that you're going to want. Herbert's still going to come back in a couple of weeks. It's really just how much you really need to spend on, someone whose role will be reduced with, you know, Roshan coming back. Now I'll say that Roshan still didn't look amazing when Herbert was healthy. So I I just think that Roshan will be more so of a nag for Foreman. So I I still think that 20%, I think that was the answer last week. I think we talked about him last week. I think 20 to 25% is is still just fine because that's at least going to get you a couple of starts, potentially two wins for 25% is more than equitable. I think he might be, you know, if you're going to try to send something measured for Roshan Johnson, or not Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman this week, I believe that, <laughs> Jamie, mute him, please, right? Um, I believe All if right, you're going to try to send something for Deontay Foreman, it's likely going to not not work out. You're going to need to spend up this week for a guy who just scored three touchdowns. I'm not – if I – I wouldn't spend more than 22 – probably – I'd spend about $22 to $32 just spending on what my needs were at the running back position. I do think we saw Foreman actually take on a decent uh, receiving role today, but when Roshan Johnson comes back, that's never been uh, Foreman's well, I think the I think the Justin Fields injury is probably more relevant to the situation because yeah. with him out of the lineup, there's going to be less direct runs. He's going to you know, obviously not roll out as much. They're going to try to protect uh, Tyson Badgett by just giving a lot of inside carries, which is, which is what exactly what they did today. So I expect that to continue, even with Roshan Johnson. The problem is, I think that we need Roshan to catch, catch some passes rather than just you know take carries inside or out because you know he's got a good engine, but it, it it takes a second to to get going. You know what I mean? He's not like the the greatest first burst guy, but he's a good long runner. 
So if they can get him out into some space, you know, do some uh, some pass catching, acting as like a little safety valve for Badgen, I think that could work out. Is that is that nice enough for you, Jamie? Is that good? Is that good enough, Jamie? Damn. Roshan Johnson coming back. I still think Deontay Foreman, they'll ride the hot hand, I yeah. believe, with Deontay Foreman for a little and he, bit. So. And you don't get to play the Raiders every week either. So just no. So Deontay Foreman, probably a borderline RB2 for me, just based on the running back landscape, the way that it is. We'll take anybody with a pulse out there almost. So Deontay Foreman, priority add, but you might not get him if you make more of a Tempted yeah. waiver bid. So Four. next week they get the Chargers, who are very bad up against the run. That's a great matchup for Foreman. But then the week after he gets New Orleans, who is one of the best teams up against the run. So you you could have some potentially mixed results here these next couple of weeks. Before we dive into some more waiver wire questions and blocking, Jamie, I know, I know. <laughs> I want to give one more shout out to our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times your payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten play, lucky players will win $10,000 each. One of my continued favorite plays is taking the, un, the under on the big Quarterback passing props, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, although my boy Patrick Mahomes certainly delivered for those betting the over today. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash too on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we're back to the waiver wire show here. Up next, Katie Garrett asks, is there anything to see with Kendrick Bourne today? And how much would you spend on him going forward if you were desperate at wide receiver? She was from Facebook. Kendrick Bourne, seven targets today, six catches, caught a touchdown pass as well. Wide receiver, 15 on the week so far. I think that was pre-Sunday night football. What are your thoughts on Kendrick Bourne? Do you see this as a guy who we've kind of seen these spike weeks come up and down a little bit, although last week he was also the wide receiver 14, so on a little bit of a hot streak. So what are your thoughts on Kendrick Bourne? No, he's been you know respectably consistent this season. He's had some down weeks. Obviously, that's going to happen when you play for the Patriots, but he seems to really caught the attention of Mac Jones to be the wide receiver one of this roster. So, yeah, he, he definitely needs to be on your bench for sure. What to spend on him absolutely depends on your situation. Of course, the more dire, you spend more. I would spend upwards of 25% if I really need a receiver. If I'm if I'm hurting, if I have guys on injury or I'm, you know, I don't know about how many teams are on by next week, but you, you know, typically we should be having a, a fair amount of players coming back after, you know, what do we miss? 6 teams today. There's a week coming up where there's no buys. I think it might be next week. I'm not to look. I haven't looked yet. That's so funny though. But like, there's a week literally. Like, there's this buy Mageddon's, and then there's like one mm-hmm. week with no buy weeks. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's I, Kendrick Bourne. I, it's just such a. He's gonna have his weeks. I feel like, but then mm-hmm. you're gonna get so many dead weeks. You're gonna bench him, and then right when you bench him, he's gonna have another spike week. Because he's, he was solid yeah, the last so, two weeks. 
so play the mat play the matchups i mean obviously he's creating production for himself i mean mac jones has been terrible so i'm not going to put you know this offense playing well because like mac jones somehow turned it on i do think it's because Kendrick Bourne is better than what we think he is. And because they can run the ball, they just run the piss out of it with Zeke and Stevenson. I mean, it's tough to, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can even depend on the matchup because, you know, Buffalo Bill is not a matchup that we would have predicted. Although they have lost a couple of players for the year now on defense. So it mm-hmm. could be softening up a little bit over there. Yeah. Their secondary is actually pretty weak. Yeah. So tides could be changing a little bit there. Up next. We are highlighting Tyrod Taylor. Mm. Avram Pereira from Twitter asks, I'm in a super flex league. Tyrod Taylor still on the waiver wire. How much are you spending on Tyrod Taylor this week? And or if, if any at all, because Daniel Jones could be coming back in the very near future, but he wants to know he's not quite unsure about the Daniel Jones situation. What are your thoughts, Justin? I would probably pick up Desmond Ritter. I like him more. I don't, I just, I mean, I I don't super flex league. I mean, he's probably Desmond Ritter's probably rostered. If that's, if that's all that's there, then, then you probably pick him up. But unless he's going to even get one more week, I think he looks better than Daniel Jones, but is he even going to get one more week as the starter? If Daniel Jones is healthy, they're going to roll him out. That's just what's going to happen. I mean, I agree with you. The offense has looked more productive with Tarod Taylor, but I, I just don't see them continuing, continuing with him. He was practicing on a limited basis this week. So my guess is, is that he's probably back. But again, I, I'm just not that interested. Like, they were underwhelming today. Did they wind up winning fourteen to seven? Was that the final? Uh yes. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's ugly. He throws a couple game. of dimes out there where you're like, geez, he's yeah, no, you're today. you're not he wrong. You're, he makes a couple of really good looking throws and a couple of really smart plays. Like I think that he has skills. It's just that I don't uh, no, 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 no. Not on my Our fantasy third. team. I'm sorry. Our third host in the chat bringing the goods, Jamie. Week mm-hmm. eight and twelve have zero by team, so we're all so there. We're you all go. Full, no, full so probably Kendrick Bourne is on your bench next week, most likely. But yeah. I do back to him. I do think we should have him on our benches. I think he has enough of a role and you know viability in his offense. He should be rostered. Back to it next week with our full starting lineups. That'll be nice, except for probably the multitude of injuries every fantasy team has at this point. Mm. Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor, that was probably his last game. They're they're not going to bench Daniel Jones after giving him such a big contract. Daniel Jones is toughing it mm-hmm. through a bad offensive line as well. They're going to give him more opportunities. So if if Josh Dobbs is available or Dan Jones, who would you take? Let's say Dan Jones is coming back or Josh Dobbs. Who would you da- pick? Da- Daniel Jones, because I believe Dobbs, the road's coming to an end here in the next week or two. Kyler Murray is returning. I put it out there today. NFL teams like money. And, you know, it's it's like it's the NFL team. It's not a fancy football team. It's not an NFL franchise on, you know, Madden. Mm. These guys want to make money. They're not just going to tank. No, no teams are just going to full tank for Caleb Williams. You know what I mean? It's not. They're going to try to win football games. Kyler Murray's going to go back out damn, there. Damn best to do See, it. 
People win football games. Okay, coaches are out there to, for their jobs. They're not going to lose football games on purpose. The players certainly are not going to do that. They're not going to, you know, they're playing for the next contract. They're, you know, so they're always going to be trying. The front office wants to sell tickets. Nobody's out there tanking. Like you can do, like the Arizona, like did the closest thing to that trading a lot of the way a lot of their good players. But that's as close as they're get. The people who are out there are going to win. They have Kyler Murray on the roster. He's going back out there. So give mm. me Daniel Jones for sure. Going down the list here, I mean, he's this this player is taken where in like leagues that I'm in, but I mean, he is showing up here as only 52% rostered on sleeper. That's Josh Downs. Zay Bunch. Oh, yeah. From Reddit asks, yeah. How much are we spending on Josh Downs this week? And where are you? Where is he in your fantasy football rankings going forward? I like think I we said, talked I, about him talked about him yeah, last week. It's the same did. thing, 20 to 25%. Very, very easily. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, no, no not even there, blinking. Now I'm there. Now I'm yeah, there. Not, I not, wasn't there not last even week, but now I'm there. Did you see his yeah. touchdown play? That was it was a gorgeous uh mm-hmm. play call. Yeah, I, I, I really liked Josh Downs. Like I got I let his, the draft capital kind of see there you go. You know, draft capital, you know, I I've, I've taken a hit this year, you know, as a draft capital guy like myself, you know, I took a punch this year and Coming, come, coming off that a little bit, but I was a little discouraged. I thought he'd be in the second, firm second round pick, a high second round pick at that. But yeah, he's just as good the player that I thought he'd be. He's a terrific downfield threat despite his small size. We saw that at North Carolina, so very mm-hmm. excited about Josh Downs. I'd absolutely spend upwards up. You know, I know we're dwindling down. Nobody has a hundred dollars anymore, but at least if if I had fifty bucks, I'd spend twenty on it, and I you know spend twenty two to get him for sure. Because he's one of those players I think you can depend on as a flex play moving forward. Moving on. Before we dive into our finishing waiver wire topics here, we want to give one more shout out to our friends over at Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer to, tool to, to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as any unexpected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're back. And, of course, if you wouldn't mind, if you are still listening, if you wouldn't mind giving a like, subscribe, rating, wherever you may be listening, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, we'd really appreciate it. We're we're going to be diving into the rest of the waiver wire topics now. Ad free, everybody. Moving down next on the list here. This guy, this makes me, this makes me sad. Johnny Smith. Gosh darn it. Still happening. This is from me. It won't go away. I added in this one, John New Smith, 46% rostered on sleeper. I mean, Arthur Smith's really laughing. I guess it turned out to be an illness, but I thought Arthur Smith was really messing with us today when we saw Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson out there getting all the touches instead of B. John Robinson. But Kyle Pitts back down to the doghouse after a couple big weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. 
John New Smith is a thing. I hate to say it. It's almost now it's death taxes and John New Smith having a solid tight end performance. So he's finished as a top, we can call it, if we go all the way back to week two, he's a top 18 tight end every single week. So right. he hasn't killed you any weeks with a couple spike weeks. <clears throat> Are you interested at him at all in the waiver wires this week? Not really. I I actually I own him in a few spots already. I've had him kind of filling in for some teams that have had bad injuries, bye weeks. So the only places where I've actually started him, I've, I've actually put him in my flex because I've had guys like uh, Andrews or Kelsey on those teams. So I would plug him in as a flex, and he would get me some, you know, just like a decent amount of points, nothing crazy. I think he may have had a touchdown a week or two ago or something like that that I cashed in on. It's not something that I expect maintain oh my god even saying that it's just like man arthur smith he just wants to ruin our lives just make general assumptions that you know he will not allow to come true he's like oh yeah i think john smith's the real deal watch this but it's it's just such lack of confidence it just gives me you know what i mean like i would just feel better playing matchups like uh tyler higby or logan thomas you know just other other random guys i can get Gerald Everett has touchdowns in back-to-back weeks, although I think he may have left today with an injury. But you know, I just think there's other names and players that I like more. You know, he appears to get a target, a couple few catches a game, but it equates mm-hmm. to not much. I think you can do better streaming, like you said. Not a lot of upside with John Smith. Unfortunately, he is just taking a couple targets away from Kyle Pitts, though. So John yeah, Smith. It's a bummer. Unless I was in a two tight end league or a heavy, heavy premium league, somebody I'm probably leaving off, you know, maybe, maybe a stash, but probably leaving on the waiver wire, maybe just a buck or two if I was spending. I will say the 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 one week he scored a, scored me a touchdown. Like I think I was, I think that may have been in week four. I was zero and three, and he really helped me turn around uh, one team. Like he got me a, helped me get a really crucial win, and I haven't lost since. So rallying back. John Smith. Up next, had a little bit of a psych play from the Arizona Cardinals. They gave it to Damian Williams in week six. Keontae Ingram, the presumed guy coming into week eight, healthy scratch. Damian Williams only gets one carry. Amari DiMarcado back at it again, leading the running back room. Not a ton of production here, but did get 13 carries with four catches on his way to nine fantasy points. I think that's half PPR. What are your thoughts on Amari DiMarcado for going forward? I think we got a couple more weeks until James Conner comes back from IR. Can we get some start- solid starting weeks these next couple weeks? I don't know about solid, but if you need a starter, I think that he's preferred. You know, I think I think he's better than a handful of options. How much are you spending? Uh, 15, 15%. I, I just, I don't see without, without a touchdown or a huge spectacle, like if he's still available, then the other people in your league haven't bought in on him. If, you know, if he's available, then they didn't buy in on him when he had a touchdown or they gave up on him last week when he did nothing. I don't think you overspend on him. I think, I think I go 15%. Yeah, I tend to agree. 10 to 12% for me. 
you know, I think these next couple weeks can be valuable. But if you have some other running backs, if you're especially, you know, if, if you aren't going to fit him in your starting lineup this week, I wouldn't bother because, mm-hmm. you know, clearly, you know, this kind of hot hand approach, I think the Cardinals will turn it back to James Conner as soon as he's healthy. So probably just a couple more weeks of DeMarcado. And then we could end up seeing, you know, you never know the Arizona Cardinals could keep changing it up on us too. So not a priority ad for me, but somebody who's not like showing up on the trending hot names on sleeper right now. So maybe you can get him for a small waiver bid or maybe for free this week. 2-2 Atwell up next. Had a little bit of a rebound performance, mainly just due to the touchdown. Actually, mm-hmm. all due to the touchdown. He only had one catch. 2-2 Atwell, <laughs> is it safe to say I know he had an okay with this week this week because of the touchdown, but with Cooper cutback, you know, this is more of a fringe roster player. But yeah. are, are, can, can Tutu Atwell go back on the waivers with Cooper cutback in the lineup? No, I keep him on my bench. He, he's a good stash, kind of similar to uh, like Zay Jones right now. Zay Jones has been hurt. You want to hold him on your roster because when healthy and when he has the role, you know, production follows. So I want to hold on to him. Yeah, he's just one of those guys who I'm just not sure you'll ever know when. I think he'll have a big week that reminds you, oh, he's talented. But then you're going to put him in your lineup the following week, and then it's going to be a dead. So this was one of my calls this morning, Jamie. I called it anytime touchdown for Michael Wilson. So I feel you. Um, I was expecting more from Wilson, Marquise Brown, Seattle just very bad up against the pass. Not today. Not today. Tyler Murray coming back could be great. Thanks for Michael Wilson, for Marquise Brown. It's hard to know the Kyler Murray that we'll get, though, possibly slightly less mobile, at least initially on. Maybe we don't see a full-strength Kyler Murray back until 2024, certainly a possibility. And at that point, it could be in a new uniform as well. Mm. Damn. I know. it's, uh, It's crazy, but it's hard to pass up on a rookie contract, especially when you have a top five pick. The Cardinals are just so bad. Like that, that's a terrible organization. Yeah, and then you have all all these new, all the call all the college players making all this money now. They're talking about holding out. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, if we, you know, if it's Chicago or Arizona, we don't want to go there. Sorry, sorry. Nice. I had uh, I was on their show a week or so ago, and I had Adam Thielen. I did not lose. Michael Wilson's going to be a good player. I liked him in the pre-draft process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I expected him to score a touchdown this week, so hurts. Yeah, should have been listening to me, I guess. Read my article about touchdown Uh, players, you know, anytime touchdowns. I'm going to put, I'm going to have to monetize that this week. Like I said, I'm going to be putting some money on it. Like I have, I haven't been betting that much this year. I've had so much fantasy content, but I am going to parlay all of my touchdown players this week. I'm sure now I'll never get all of them again because I just, I just did, I've, well, yeah, I just blew it getting all five correct this week. So it won't ever happen again, I'm sure, but. I'm going to keep trying the rest of the season now. I have Flowers in one, two weeks ago. Zay Flowers is – he's coming on. You know, if you're Zay Flowers, you have him in Dynasty Leagues, you're feeling pretty good right now. Nice. Gus Edwards up next here. Had a, had a good showing this week. 14 rushes, had a touchdown, caught a big 80-yard pass as well. Mm-hmm. It's dire times. Sometimes, you know – it's DEFCON four for fantasy players with the running back position at this point as a fantasy guy who, you know, we rank players. Once you get past the top 10 running backs, you're like, who 
<clears throat> I mean, you know, it's just like anybody with a pulse at that point. So considering that, is Gus Edwards a priority ad this week? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if this Ravens offense can play like this every week, I mean, my goodness, Gus Edwards will be a league winner if he's somehow still available. Uh, he's certainly not available in any of my leagues, but he's someone that I was high on. He was in my top five for um, most exposed running backs in best ball mania uh, this year. So someone that I'm definitely uh, have a strong belief in, but you know, this offense just has to keep rolling. Like we've obviously seen it stall in past weeks have not been a fan of the Todd Monken offense thus far. Today, you know, he showed us a glimpse of what the offense can be. If they maintain these type of levels, then yeah, I mean, Gus Edwards is going to be a massive, massive addition to your roster. But regardless, you just want to get him because of how this team runs the ball so much. It's still a big priority of what they do and who they are. They're going to move the ball down the field. They're going to get in the red zone. You're just going to have a few of those games. I still feel like they're going to stall. But in those games, you're still running the ball a lot. So give me some Gus Edwards. Easy. Another very polarizing player up next. With the tight end position the way that it is, the dire straits that we're in, you can't mm -hmm. get anybody out there. You know, other than the top five or six guys, you're pretty much just banking on a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Back at it again. Taysom Hill, a couple big weeks in a row, only 13% rostered on sleeper. Mm -hmm. But Tight end four this week, tight end nine the week before. Are we seeing another Taysom Hill emergence? Are you targeting him if you're desperate at tight end? Uh, I guess so. I mean, you still don't know when to start him. So you have to maybe be. Maybe it's now. Maybe now's maybe, the maybe, time. Maybe. I mean, they are using him quite a bit. He's getting a lot of receptions. Uh, last week, I think he led the team in receptions. Not this week, but the week prior. So, yeah, they're using him. He's definitely been a crutch. The, the One of the backup QBs has been a crutch to the starting QB. Wild. Uh, it, it's just tough for me. Again, it's it's kind of similar to Jonu Smith. Like, yeah, it's there. Like, you should believe, like, oh, there's some type of safe floor. But it just also feels like a situation where I could land with a goose egg or one to three points, which I guess isn't so dissimilar to, to tight ends. I mean, like Cole Komet today, he, he put up a goose egg. You know what I mean? You don't expect that, right? So you could just as easily say, oh, well, I have Cole Komet. He's in a, a good situation. He'll play a lot of snaps. Yeah, of course I'll start him over Taysom Hill. And then this week happens. <laughs> and, you, and you hate Taysom yourself. Hill. You Taysom break all Hill the mirrors not, in your house. <laughs> Taysom Hill, not that far off from most tight ends. Boom and bust, as most of them are. So. Yeah, yeah. But again, I just don't think that you're going to have the confidence like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the week I'm, I'm, start, yeah, I'm starting him for sure. Yeah, for sure. Taysom Hill, it's happening again. It's just not going to be there. So tread lightly. Yeah, I mean, again, if you're desperate, yeah, of course it's a good ad. Look what he's doing. He's had a, a good past couple of weeks, but it just also feels like it can that production can fade as fast as it came. It will fade as fast as it comes. But like I said, you might want to ride the hot hand. I'll have a hard time putting him outside my top 15 or 16 guys. So if you're desperate next week, I might be firing him up in lineups. See if we got a little bit of a hot streak. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna go back again. It always does for Taysom Hill, but yeah, I might ride the hot hand. Another interesting player, McCole Hardman. First game back with the Chiefs this week. Pretty quiet. Was the played special teams for the most part. Had a big return on Kansas City's final drive, mm -hmm. and then caught a big pass too on third down. 
made a big play. What are your thoughts on McCole Hardman moving forward? You know, this is obviously maybe not a priority ad, but maybe a mm-hmm. sneaky ad. Are you stashing McCole Hardman? Because, I mean, the Chiefs wide receiver room is begging for a playmaker. Was McCole Hardman's first game back? So maybe not surprising to see he didn't play much on offense. But what are your thoughts? No, if I'm desperate, I'm I'm willing to spend up to 15%. He knows this offense. He knows Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They brought him back because of just how uncertain they are at the wide receiver position. Like they are not in love, obviously, with the the replacements of the old uh, the old wave of wide receiver talent like Hardman, like Tyreek Hill, you know, Kadarius Tony, even Rashi Rice, not necessarily getting it done. So I think they want to you know get some more depth that's familiar with the system. And yeah, I believe he's his role will grow as the weeks go on because again, just you're not getting any consistency out of the position. And I think that that's what they're looking for out of uh, Mikol. And that's why they, you know, they literally, what, they trade a six-round pick for him? I mean, that's not cheap. That's not cheap in, in, in the NFL trade market by any means. Like, I feel like you could get shit Kirk Cousins for a fifth, you know? Like, I getting Miko Hardman for a sixth, I think, is dirt cheap, especially for, again, you're getting a guy that knows what you like to do and has a connection with your starting quarterback. So... I think you'll love to see what you saw this first week back. This morning on our starter shit sit show, we were talking about you know not starting him, but to stash him. And this is exactly what I'm going to say right now. Yeah, definitely get him on your roster. I don't know if that means you start him in week eight, but I think you definitely want to have him on your team because, heck, man, you see any sort of injury whatsoever to that group, any extra snaps that you can get in that offense as a receiver, those are high-value snaps. So, yeah, definitely definitely want to target some Michael Hardman. Like I said, if you're desperate, upwards of 15%. You probably don't have to spend that, but the more you have, the more likely I'm spending 15%. More of a sub 5% bid for me. Yeah. I still I still might be a guy I think you might be tough to depend on, but I'm hoping my best for the Chiefs here. I do think there's plenty of opportunity for McCole Hardman. I do think he's going to make a couple big plays. I don't know if it'll be a regular part of the offense, though. So once again, it could just be another tool that we add in where Patrick Mahomes just picks a different guy every week, and it's kind of been like that these last two seasons, other than, of course, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Another guy coming – Jalen Hyatt had a, caught a couple big yeah. passes this week. Five targets, caught just two balls, but 75 yards. Well, one was a touchdown. Balls. Yep. A touchdown By the way, Michael Hardman's going to score a touchdown, touchdown in the Super Bowl this year, just so you know. <laughs> Already predicting the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I like it. But Jalen Hyatt, are you are you considering putting a bid on him this week? Obviously, no. still just the wide receiver I don't, thirty-one. I don't want anything to do with uh, Giants wide receivers anymore. I thought it was going to be Isaiah Hodgins. I was wrong. Then I thought it was going to be Darius, Darius Slayton. I was wrong. Everyone this morning was harping on me about Wandell Robinson. I think Wandell Robinson is not very good. Jalen Hyatt scores the touchdown. Looked good, but to me, it's all about the connection with the, the quarterback. It seems like Taylor may have a little bit more uh, chemistry with some of the guys that maybe he's taken a few more throws with. You know, the you know the second and third team, right? Like Wandell, you know, like Jalen Hyatt. I, I would have liked to have seen Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins work out for this offense, but there's no rhyme or reason to the production of this receiving group. I, I don't want anything to do with them. No, thank you. Especially in redraft. I mean, I've drafted Jalen Hyde in Dynasty, but, you know, no thanks. 
Where, where yeah, is Jamie? Where's where Paris, Paris Campbell? Where is Paris Campbell? I, I thought he was going to yeah. have a good season. Yeah, he's there could be a, a cartoon. Where in the world is Paris Campbell? Oh, it's been tough. It's for Giants wide receivers. If they were going to perform, though, it would have been this week against the absolutely terrible commander's defense. And yeah. that's all they got. So I think that was it. I think Jalen Hyatt, that was going to be his boom week. And he'd really just kind of had a, you know, he would have been a huge, could have potential to be a huge week. Almost caught that touchdown pass, like you said. But unfortunately, I don't know if you'll see too many of those days ahead of him here. This next topic is a little tough, a little personal for me, obviously, with our bet. Do you think Deshaun Watson at this point is droppable in your one quarterback leagues? Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the waivers in all my one quarterback leagues, okay. Emerson. What are you what right. are you talking about? That's exactly where he is. He stinks. He's bad. He's awful. Like what? Uh, like he's he's not good. No. And whatever is going on here, this interesting cat, I don't know. It's a, I've never quite seen anything like it uh, with a starting quarterback who a team consistently puts out information that they have let let they've cleared you to go out there and and you and they, he hasn't played. It's very interesting. I don't know if it was the coaches today. I don't know if there's something been out in the last hour or two that I haven't read. I don't know. You know, reportedly it was the coach's decision. They decided to roll with them, or I don't know. You know, it could have been Deshaun Watson's decision. He was out there typically cheering. In that, typically, in a situation like that, the quarterback is like, "Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, I'm playing because I'm That's Kobe." The yeah, cause I'm Jordan. Oh yeah, 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 I'm I'm the king of the world. Nah, bro, you you are not good at all. Patrick Mahomes goes out there and plays football no matter what. Sean Watson, I don't know what to make of it. It's it's just such an interesting situation. Well, with that QB documentary, we see exactly what Patrick Mahomes is doing every single day of the week, going into the all that deep preparation. All that we know about Deshaun is, is he likes to get a good rub down between Sunday and Sunday. So, you know, you know, Deshaun Watson clearly, and I think maybe you know you lose some of that like hardened tissue, kind of that calluses a little bit after taking some time off. <clears throat> he's really, really doesn't like getting hit anymore. Really, I think he lost that dog in him, bro. He did. I think he lost he that lost dog, dog in him. That's exactly it. He doesn't he, have it. He's anymore. a little puppy ass bitch right now, man. I mean, <laughs> like he, he's just throwing just blatant interceptions. Like when I, when I that keep was, bringing yeah, up that, that interception, well, uh, and maybe it was week one or week two, where he threw it right in the guy's chest. He did it again today. He did it again today. I'm like, I didn't think that was possible. Like those are meme interceptions. Like they go up into the cloud, they stay there, and we all. Enjoy and laughter from his embarrassment. He's 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 lost it, man. He is not the same Deshaun Watson. It's over. It's over. The only the only place where he could go and he would be fixed and he would be fine is the San Francisco 49ers. And there is a no vacancy sign on the door. Sorry. They've uh, got he, their guy. You know, in a long term, yeah, I think you can drop them in quarterback leagues, but in long term. It's just like, what else are the Browns going to do? They have to start him. Up. They have to play him. He's going to be out have, there. They should have gotten more invested in the Aaron Rodgers market and not the Deshaun Watson market. 
You know, I, I always tell people I get where the Browns are coming from. They were tired of sucking. They had been terrible for so long. Deshaun Watson had eliminated them from contention. Let's spend a lot of money and do little no home little to no homework on the project. I mean, what's what's the homework? He looked, he was a fin top five NFL, arguably maybe Emerson. even the second best quarterback in the Emerson. NFL five, two or three Come years on. ago. What? Come do you on. Not remember Deshaun Watson. Come on. Yeah, you remember Deshaun Watson, but what you're getting, what you're paying for. Are you paying for yesterday's groceries or tomorrow's the profit? Last time he was on an NFL field, oh, he was spectacular. God. And that was with the Houston Texans. NFL GMs a have a, a different – okay, okay, okay. I guess what I'm getting at here is that NFL GMs have a different level of information gathering than you, me, or Sally Morris from WGN News, okay? Like they have more information on these guys than we are ever going to know. Them in the backyard? They have that shit going on, dude. Come on now. Like, like oh, yes, man. they do. Yes, they do. When There's you're no when reason. you're an organization that spends that much money, yeah, you do I that type of investigation. Shorts. There's nothing that would have signaled you this kind of dro- dramatic drop off, other than players traditionally struggle after that kind of big drop layoff. I don't other know, man. I, no, I don't know. I, I get it. Like, it made sense to me the move. I know people always dogged him out because they didn't like him morally, and I totally got that argument. However. For just winning purposes, I thought it made sense. You had to get a go get your guy because no one was ever going to come to Cleveland to play quarterback. No, he had eliminated them. The only reason he even considered so we have to get the again. black eye of the NFL because no one's going to do it again. They should have. They should have uh, gave the house to to Aaron Rodgers. Like, hey, we're going to name a section of the stadium after you or something. You know, like Aaron's dog pound <laughs> or whatever. Like. They should have gave him ownership like Caleb Williams is asking for. I don't know. Uh, they should have gotten more creative and gotten him and or Tom Brady when he was available X amount of years ago. It's their own fault. It's their own fault. Browns are going to Brown. Deshaun Watson. Maybe the Cleveland shits. The only thing Deshaun Watson can do to make himself up to me is sit out two more games. <laughs> And give me an exit. The magic number. Or we found it. We're here. We've made it. You have the magic number. I need Deshaun Watson to set out two games so this bet can be invalid. Is what I imagine. He sits out next week and then doesn't sit out the rest of this. No, no. I need. I need it. I have to have him sit out two more weeks. I have to have him sit out two more weeks. In fact, I I might make an appeal to the circuit judge that this last week shouldn't count because of a. Oh, it counts. It's a start. Snaps. He didn't. It's a start. It's no, a start. I don't know. He hardly played. It's a start. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an, I'm gonna make an appeal to a circuit hey, judge. Hey, if he one, comes in out. for, for who is it? PJ Walker? Is that who, who's playing in front of him? Who's playing in front of him now? Taylor. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. Whatever. Yeah. So if he starts the game and Watson comes in, doesn't count. It's only game started. GS. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Pray for me, everybody, that I can get out of this bed and still have my hair come to December. Hey, Jared Goff didn't have an amazing day, so, I mean, it could be a lot worse. We're going to wrap it up here for the Waiver Wire show. Justin, is there anything that you want to shout out that you're working on coming up? I really hope Calvin really can score more fantasy points next week. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I can do to help him help me help us all. I that's another thing, yeah. Calvin Ridley, just a wide receiver three now. You know, oh, God. bust a little bit. Uh, how do you? He's, he's, how are you a wide receiver three when you have a catch for five yards? Makes you like a wide receiver eleven. Like, 
Oh, Jamie's Jamie, got one come, last question. Bring it in, Jamie. Bring us one last question. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, been a tough year. I think uh, boomer bust wide receiver three, but that boom game's coming. Like next week, I, I would bet that he's due. He's going to have a big week in the next two weeks. Kenneth Walker, my, easy. I won my zombie matchup, so I get a steal, a player from my opponent. Should I steal Kenneth Walker or Keenan Allen? It's Walker all day. I mean, so, I guess uh, it's based on your need too. Keenan's yeah, great, it, but bro, it, it literally comes down to need for me. Like it, Walker it got twenty six carries back. today. Are you kidding me? I love Kenneth Walker. No one loves Kenneth Walker as much as I do. I've talked him up all offseason. However, it's just Keenan Allen. You know, just you win the running backs. We've seen it with this year so many times. You might, you know, you could lose Kenneth Walker next week just with how the running back position the way it is. Getting a dependable. Locked in wide receiver one right now, like Keenan yeah. Allen. That that's tough for me. Like I, it really comes down to positional need for me. Whichever I would be so I'd be happy with either one. Like it would just whatever position group you want to make a little stronger. But I would heavily consider Keenan Allen. I, I really would. If I take Walker this week and win next week, I can steal AJ Brown next week. Jamie thinking ahead too. Oof, that's exciting. I, like that I you know certainly like I, I said, like I like that a lot. I say go. I like Kenneth. the idea of that. Like I go either one. Like I'd be happy with either one for sure. Absolutely, Jamie. Thank you, my friend, for checking out the show. Thank, thank you. you, everybody, for thank listening. You. Cruz, thank you for your question earlier. Checking out the live stream. Everybody else who checked it out, we appreciate you. Have a great night, week, everybody. We'll be back with the waiver show next Sunday night. And be sure to check out all these guys on the SGPN Fantasy Football Network all week because they have a show almost every single day talking dynasty redraft everything you could possibly think of so take it easy everybody and have a great week all right see you soon